I am deep into Marine Ford now in my One Piece read, and it has been good. 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 I, yeah, I would. I would suggest we attempt a One Piece coverage after we finish Z, but that's we will that's need a, a whole. Wa- we will need a watch and edit list because I hear the anime is slow paced, and then it really grinds to a halt later in it. Yeah. I feel like that'd be one of those where we might actually, instead of doing it like three episodes at a time, we might actually do it like arc by arc. Um, if we were, especially if we were watching any of the filler, um, which I, I did, I didn't watch it. I had thought about it, but there is a apparently the filler arc in the anime right after Skypea is one that people say is actually like were really good and you should watch. It's what I've heard, but also I don't trust anime fans online. That's fair. Um, I've Smart, thought about giving it a shot. I might watch some <laughs> of the movies after I finish Marine Ford and get to the time skip because I know those are like not really canon, but people say some of them are really good. They're they're in a weird place because like the events aren't canon, but like the information that's revealed is canon. Yeah, because like that in the most recent be... like uh, One Piece read about Shanks, it was revealed that he has a daughter, so he like canonically canonically has a daughter. The events of the film did not take place. But he does have a daughter. Hmm. And I know uh, where I'm at in the manga. (laughs) Where I'm at in the manga, everything keeps referencing that Strong World came out around the time of when I'm reading. (laughs) Yo, you go watch Strong World while you're you're reading this manga. Yeah, basically. (laughs) They find it fun. At the time that we're recording this, the uh, teaser trailer for the One Piece live action has come out that Netflix is doing. Yeah. And I loved realizing, well, I mean, they've announced the casting a while back, but all the casting choices they made were motivated by something I just got to in the manga, which is in one of the question corners, somebody asked uh, Oda, hey, if the One Piece pirates were from our world, where do you think each of them would be from? And the casting choices they made, at least that they've announced, all reflect what Oda answered there. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they hired a Brazilian actor for Luffy when he's like, yeah, Luffy would be from Brazil, and, like, uh, yeah, so on and so forth. So, I am cautiously optimistic about the live-action series. I think it'll at least so be fun I. in its own right, but we'll see what that uh, what that turns into. I hope it's good. I don't need it to be, but I hope it is. Yeah. Buggy the Clown Pirate is the best character, and I need him <laughs> to be around always. Bon Clay... Also great. <laughs> Mr. Three was present during this arc. Crocodile's <laughs> been oddly getting my interest back. I thought he was a good villain at the time. I didn't see him really coming back and doing much in the series. The, har- so the harbingers series... of a good chapter. Buggy and Croc. Yeah. The series really doesn't like killing characters off. And like, at times I'm like, well, this takes some of the the stakes away and then those characters come back and do interesting things and i'm like you know what i'm okay if we're not yeah gonna that's kind of where i'm gonna at. use them. like well nobody really dies outside of select people but uh, mm-hmm. most of the time they end up coming back in like cool ways so yeah buggy the clown pirate constantly being the proof that if you are just around long enough you can <laughs> succeed at what you choose to in life even buggy suffering for are... success 
Yeah, even if you are horribly underqualified for the position. <laughs> but now, but, we're here to talk about a series that act, that enjoys killing its villains. Maybe a little too much. Oh, yeah. oh, Hello, everyone, it. and ep- and welcome to episode 36 of Raw the Strong... World's Strongest Podcast. Kai, there we go. I got it. I worked a long shift today. My name is Zach. <laughs> I ho- ah, oh my... Wow, okay. You want me to, mm. want me to take the rest here? What? You want me to take the rest here? <laughs> no, I've got it. You take from the top. I'm your host, Zach. Are these my co-hosts, Chase? Hi. And Thomas. Hi. Fuck you, and I never today... do a second take. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the attitude we love. <laughs> and today, we're here to talk about DBZ Kai episodes 95, 96, 97, and 98, because we're done with Cell. We're at Ooh. the end of the Cell arc, which is... The end of the first run of Dragon Ball Z Kai. They would later go back and finally do the Boo arc, and we will be covering that on our podcast. But we figured we'd just go ahead and do four instead of three and do the whole end of this arc at once. Instead of having a weird um, dangly episode. Yeah. Though, I, yeah, they really put some finality on this, which I guess makes sense because I'd imagine and by the time they got to it was the final for like three finale for three years or something. I think it was more than that. Yeah. Uh, so. I want to say it was like 2014, 2013, maybe, when Final Chapters was airing in Japan. Yeah, because it was airing which, at the same time as like Super. Well, the dubs aired at the same yeah, time, too. Yeah, the dubs at least, But that was because yeah. there was a weird delay between the dub releases as Funimation was trying, or uh, Toei Animation was trying to find someone who would dub it for cheaper. Um, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that the uh, ocean dub of Super exists, and it's not very good. Um, There's an ocean dub of Super. Why am I just now hearing this? Yeah, it's not good and it aired like outside the US. Um, and <laughs> the backlash was generally not good. So eventually they caved and Funimation got to dub Super. Uh, <laughs> which also carries its own problems. But that's another discussion for another time. Woo! Gotta love giant conglomerates and non-union work. Anyway. <laughs> love me problematic art. Yep. DBZ Kai episode 95, a hero's sacrifice, last chance to save the world. Uh, Cell prepares to self-destruct and take the whole planet with him, but Goku uses instant transmission to take Cell away. Excuse me, had to burp. Uh, Destroying himself. Yeah, no, I just, I ate lunch right before we started this. Uh, Destroying himself and King Kai in the process. (laughs) It seems Goku has saved the day, but Cell regenerates stronger than ever, even to his own surprise. Killing Trunks as he returns to the battlefield. Gohan steps up to fight again. Uh, but Vegeta dives in first, and Gohan gets his arm broken in the process of saving him. Down an arm and on his own, Gohan stares down Cell as Cell begins charging his final Kamehameha. Episode 96, Combine Your Strength, the final Kamehameha! Uh, Gohan stands before Cell as he gets ready to unleash his full power. And with words of encouragement from his dad and other world, power, Gohan powers up and meets it with his own Kamehameha. As the two blasts push against one another, the other Z fighters jump in to try to push Cell. With a final assist from Vegeta, Gohan overpowers Cell and destroys him for good. Woo! Episode... Yeah, woo! Episode 97, a bittersweet victory until we meet again. Gohan and the Z fighters head back to the lookout to make a wish and revive those killed by Cell. But Goku can't return. While they try to figure out how to bring him back, Goku chimes in from Otherworld and asks them to let him stay dead. And they honor this. 
Krillin instead uses the last wish to remove the bombs from the now-revived 17 and 18. The Z fighters then set see Trunks off to his own future. And then episode 98. Peace for the future. The spirit of Goku is forever. Trunks to his fut- returns to his future and defeats 17, 18, and his cell, bringing peace to his time. Meanwhile, Goku and King Kai set out to meet the masters of Otherworld, and Gohan continues life with his mom and grandpa back on Earth. All right, let's get saga, into baby. it. Yeah, that's the end of a, my favorite saga, um, and we can talk about overalls once we get through these episodes. But episode... 95 it's just the immediate a hero sacrifice popping up you're like oh i wonder if everybody's making it out of this one i think Um, i don't think mr satan is i think goku's (laughs) gonna pop on over to sell and mr satan's gonna be like hey you and all your lights and tricks cut it out with all your lights and tricks and then he's gonna punch goku and kill that bastard cell and then we're then he's gonna have a heart attack from being so awesome (laughs) if only if only. <laughs> so if only the, our, our champion had a chance, but that stomach <laughs> ache really sidelined him through mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah. So, like, he's really got to get that a lot of lives. Out. Yeah, a lot of lives could have been spared if his stomach was cooperating. Um, he could have been a hero, but then he got a tummy yeah. ache. But yeah, this is when the episode opens, revealing like what's going on. Uh, in terms of what Cell is doing, because at the end of the last episode, he just sort of bloats himself up and then doesn't, like, say anything, like, doesn't get a chance to. Yeah, he's just kind of laughing episode... maniacally. Yeah. This episode reveals that at the moment he's bloated up, he is, like, getting ready to detonate uh, and take the entire world with him. Seriously, if... Jero, what the hell? Yeah, and if anyone punches him in the state that he's already in right now, he'll go off already, and that will probably be enough to take out the planet. Um, But this is when, like, Gohan has a quick flashback and realizes, like, shit, I should have listened to Dad. I should have just killed him when I had the chance. (laughs) And then there is what has become a really iconic shot from the manga and anime as, like, Goku looking at him, turns back, looks at his friend, smiles, and he just tells him, like, looks like I've got to take care of this, guys. There's only one way that we can do this. And then he puts his hand up to his forehead, everyone kind of realizing, like, what's going on. As he zips over, puts a hand on Cell, and as Gohan's, like, trying to figure it out, he just says, you listen to your mom and keep hitting those books, okay? Tell your mom I'm sorry, but I'm not making it home this time. And then zips away with Cell. <laughs> it's good. Which is really it's sweet. Lands. Yeah. And then lands with a little bit of comedy right after as we cut <laughs> to a close-up of King Kai. And he's like, you brought him here? Well, I couldn't think of anywhere else. I just didn't know where to go. <laughs> I didn't want to, yeah, get to, to kill anyone else. To. Yeah. I love just like how sweet and somber this moment is <laughs> to how just fucking like silly it is when he shows up and he's like sorry King Kai I really had no idea where else to take him <laughs> just fucking there was only a couple places I could think explodes. of and my house was one of them yeah <laughs> just fucking blows up takes them all out we even see like a quick close up of Goku getting disintegrated <laughs> yeah right the there's shot. like a three frame shot of Goku just vaporizing yeah like and damn just... okay yeah, and then we go back to selling this moment as we get, like, a quiet shot of the Z Fighters with, like, no music or anything. 
Um, and then the anchor has his mic back. Well, last episode, they made a big deal that he lost his mic, but now it's just back. I guess he, he found, found it. He found it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I, just, I also wanted to point out, like, there, King Kai, you know, Goku is never going to rectify this moment to King Kai. He just kills him here, and so far <laughs> in canon, keeps forgetting to bring him back. It's actually a running gag in the super anime that... Every time they have the dragon, Goku realizes after it goes away that he could have wished King Kai back and forgot. <laughs> Don't tell King Kai that Bulma's been wishing for cosmetic surgery every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's also it like... Doesn't it seem like King Kai gives it? a fuck? He just likes having he really does at this point. He, he does care in the anime. At the very least, he says at one point, like, it's the principle of the matter that you didn't wish me back. Um... Which I guess fair enough. I but think he, I think he's mostly chill that he just uses it as a sharp stick to poke Goku with whatever now and then. Yeah, but it is like it doesn't really change anything about his life. That he's <laughs> dead. It just means he has a halo over his head. He gets his planet back at some point. Um, yeah, I don't really know if they ever explain that. One found that. Out. Yeah, I don't know if, like, somehow Goku regens the planet or they there was a wish thrown out there to just get that back, but... <laughs> they just told, just like, built they, have... one. they just told one of the god people to be like, can you just make a new planet for him? Whatever. Snap finger. Can you bring yeah, him I back? Mean, they... No, that's beyond my powers. But you can have your house back. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'd believe one of the, like, Grand Supreme Kais or something. Like, well, I guess the Grand Kais and then the the Supreme... I'm not sure how canon all of the other Kais are. Um, we get a lot of Kais set up in the next arc of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I'm not sure how many of them are, like, in the manga slash are gonna be in Z Kai. Don't know. Um, we'll see. I assume... Yeah, I assume they at least, like, make reference to the idea that Goku's been doing shit in Otherworld and, like, training there in canon. Because that just makes sense and yeah, it was so. very on brand uh that goku would meet other people but the whole other world tournament saga to my knowledge is entirely anime filler yeah that's filler yeah though it introduces us to pycon who is kind of a fan favorite character from the filler arcs of dragon ball z um i i don't not like pycon i've just never gotten the hype around pycon i have no experience uh, with him he kind of looks like a slightly fishier version of Piccolo. <laughs> ah, that must be it. And he's more of a stoic character as well, and he's really strong. I think that's probably what brings him together. More um, stoic than Piccolo? Is there even any character left at that point? Not really. I, that's the other part of it where I'm kind of like, I don't think Pycon has much characterization other than he is a stoic and he is tough. But I, I guess for some fans, that's enough. And that's enough, and baby. Yeah. I feel like it's probably one of those things where it's like, it's more about the potential this character had than it is about what this character actually does. Mm, yes, the Darth Maul effect. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Krillin comes in to comfort Gohan as Gohan's really started blaming himself for how badly this went. Um, Fair. Which that made me sit here and be like, Krillin, it's kind of the Samwise Gamgee of the Sea Fighters. Just, good guy, Krillin. Yeah, Krillin's a good guy. 
Uh, but there's, <laughs> I wanted to point out because Krillin picks up 18 to carry her off, and there's just like a wet that fucking squelch noise. noise. Oh, okay. I'm glad you also clocked this. Gross. Could, That's that vomit could, squishing around. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it was the. That's one of the grosser shots of this show. We've had some gross shots of people just vomiting up stuff. It's up, I still it's up think, there with like Trunks reaching his hand into like Cell's cicada husk. Yeah. I still think King Piccolo giving birth is going to be <laughs> some of the <laughs> squelchier, grosser shots uh, and still holds that candle for me, but. I mean, this is up there. <laughs> um, but this is, yeah, I I do love Vegeta, like, tries to shit-talk Krillin and be like, leave the fucking trash can, uh, or let me kill her. And Krillin actually stands up to Vegeta here. Which, like, <laughs> Krillin would not... About. <laughs> which really just completes Vegeta's emasculation today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Krillin would not have stood up to Vegeta before this moment, I don't think. No, God It no. has come a long way for Krillin to feel this confident. Um, mm -hmm. And for Vegeta to also not just immediately vaporize him. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, Gohan's right there, and he's really strong, guys. That's true. Um, but then this is when... Uh, we, somebody, or I think it's Goku is the first one to clock that he can still feel Cell's energy. Well, they cut back, no, they cut back to, like, Otherworld, and everybody's, oh, right. like, everybody's dead and floating back to Yemma's place. Goku's like, sorry, Bubbles and Gregory. No respect for King Kai, by the way. He's happy that he's dead. King Kai, we all, <laughs> you, we knew this shit was coming. He signed and up. King Kai's still, like, shouting bloody murder, saying that he exploited him like a neighbor's lawnmower. At which point, Goku which is looks around and is like, hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't Cell be here? Or I guess maybe he went straight to hell, at which point King Kai's like, oh no, oh god, this is bad, everybody has to go to Yemma. If he's not here, then, oh no. I also wanted to take a quick aside for King Kai's, you exploded me like a neighbor's lawnmower, where uh, I exploited. just want to know. Oh, I thought he said exploded. No, he said I was exploited. Like, I just... <laughs> Okay, good, because I was about to be like, I just want to know what King Kai's been doing with his neighbor's lawnmower. Apparently <laughs> exploiting that weird neighbor he has who has a lawnmower. Yeah, also, the, like, what the neighbor? solar system? Yeah. Yeah, what, when has <laughs> King Kai had a neighbor? <laughs> uh, not for very long, apparently. He stole his lawnmower. Uh, yeah, that's probably why he's all the way out there. <laughs> it's just to that's get probably why they banned him out that outer planet. He could be living with everyone else. They're like, he could be with all fucker keys stealing yeah. lawnmowers. <laughs> We've had to exile him over the over his lawnmower collection. Is the fifth lawnmower <laughs> incident, King Kai? That's why we never see the inside of his house. It's just filled with lawnmowers. <laughs> God damn it. I, I love this actually. I, I want this is now my canon. This is my <laughs> canon and I, I I'm just gonna choose to believe it. Um But yeah, this is when we get like suddenly the dust is rising, there's like a big puff cloud, and we hear Cell's voice as Cell returns to the battlefield Guess and immediately back, bitch. Yeah, just shoots out a up power shot, killing Trunks instant. Well, not instantly. Trunks dies pretty horribly here. Um, in a very similar pose to how Vegeta dies on Namek. Like father like son. Yeah, like even the wound is in a similar spot. Like the final wound that does mm -hmm. him in. Um, I also have to point out that Cell has killed the one person here who can be wished back with the Earth Dragon Balls. Phew, yep. that's convenient. Yeah, it was like, 
Toriyama, I appreciate you raising the stakes a little bit by killing somebody off, but you did show your hand a bit by killing <laughs> off the only person who could come back. Um, and we see Cell back in his perfect form, even without 18, and now with, like, the bioelectricity around him, basically. Oh, shit, he's gone Super Cell too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do love, he says, this is what you might refer to as a happy accident. <laughs> he first comes in. <laughs> Is such a, a well-delivered line on the part of Damien Clark, but does this part does feel a little ass-pulley in some ways, but um, it's a me, villain. Excuse me, regeneration plus Zenkai boost is OP, devs, please nerf, please nerf. Yeah, but, I mean, Toriyama pulls this so that Gohan gets to be the one that actually, like, finishes this, so I, I'm willing to, I'm, I've always been willing to let this one go. I'll acknowledge it as a bit of an asshole of being like, ha I had just my nucleus. I appreciate Guess that what? cell There's even. There's a is... single nucleus, and even though I blew myself up right in my chest, it's totally undamaged. Eat shit, nerd. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do love even cells like, I'm not gonna lie, I thought I was gonna die too, but then I didn't. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> also, I could use instant transmission. <laughs> Which, I forgot that that's the reason why he comes back. Like, somewhere in my head, I thought just he had, like, left the nucleus behind somehow. Nope. The nucleus uh, behind is very funny sense <laughs> to me, sorry. Just, like, yeah, no, right I mean, the last second, rips off a part of his head, leaves yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it is, like, some kind of auto-reaction in his body just shoots out the the nucleus when it seems like his body is going to die, like oh, a lizard popping its tail off. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot that. I had never remembered that he learned instant transmission in this moment, and that's how he got back. I do which... like that this is how he learns it, just like it touches him, he's like, damn, crazy move. I'm gonna nab that one. That one's for <laughs> that one's for the cells, boy. Thanks, Goku. Yeah. But this gives us what is referred to usually in the video games and stuff as super perfect cell. Or I've seen it referred to two ways how they talk about this form, which is really just his perfect form, but stronger. Uh, the only real difference is his aura it looks more like Gohan Super mm -hmm. Saiyan 2 aura, and he has like the bioelectricity. Um, I've had this referred to as Super Perfect Cell in like video game stuff, mm -hmm. and I've also seen this referred to as like they go out of their way to be like perfect form cell for the form before this and perfect cell for this form. Nah, that's dumb. Which, yeah, I'm like, both aren't great. Super perfect is just kind of funny, so I always prefer calling it <laughs> super perfect. It's funny and gets the point across, so I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, for all intents and purposes, if cell's base form is basically like Gohan and Goku at full power perfected Super Saiyan, this is Super Saiyan 2. For Cell. Um, which, yeah, he does say, you know, I regenerated, and because of my Saiyan genes, like, since I almost died, I became stronger. And that's Ooh. how he's now able to maintain his perfect form, even without 18. Which does feed into that whole, like, Dragon Ball, you know, villains take shortcuts, good guys do hard work. Like, it, the suggestion that Cell could have gotten to his perfect form without absorbing anyone if he just, like, trained. And he did not. <laughs> Is at least, like, a casual suggestion by this to me? I guess? Um, I, I don't know. This entire this entire thing has too much ass pull on it. 
there is definitely a lot of ass pull going on that Toriyama did just so like Goku would be out of the picture and sell or Gohan could be the one to save the day and take over as the hero of the series, which did not last. But I I feel like that's the main crux behind these d- decisions. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's obviously what's happening. But I'm curious the decisions that led to this being the thing that got to the page. Because this is yeah. real sloppy. I feel like you could write a version of this where Goku takes him away and that is the end of it. If you then took the next arc and like actually let Gohan save the day, being like, Gohan could have done it, but he still had some things to learn, so his father had to like take it one yeah. last time. Well, like, and then, then that, the next arc case, is Super all about Saiyan him. Super Saiyan 2 Gohan versus Perfect Cell would have had to have been an actual fight at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I could see a world where it worked, where Goku, Goku gets the win on this one, but Gohan then gets to get the win on the next arc, and that's, like, how they finalize passing the torch. Um, instead, this this asshole creates a backwards scenario where Gohan still gets to step up to Save the plate. Save the day, even though he's already already did that. Mm-hmm. It's my time and that's when. the day. Yeah, and it's right around this point when Gohan powers back up, being like, I'm happy I get to kill you. Oh, thank God, Um, I have some shit I need to work out, and your face is an amazing source of catharsis. (laughs) Oh, I did write down one Cell line Cell says right before the fight is about to start again, which is, Triumph may have been what Goku intended, but who knew he'd let me have it all to myself? (laughs) Which I was like, (laughs) that's actually a pretty solid line. (laughs) I, I enjoyed that one. I also like that he it's points out a... that he's in the best shape of his life so far, which is a nice touch. Yeah, that's the Goku and Vegeta and him of being like, that doesn't matter how strong I am now, I can always be stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gohan there's, there's is like, yeah, I'm about to form. have... <laughs> <laughs> perfect Ur- Go- cell. Perfect ist cell. Uh, cell max, even. No. 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 Cell max no. is regression. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, this is Gohan is basically about to have the best round of combat therapy that he's ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Vegeta dives in, having finally decided to be a dad for the first time in his life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) After his future son got murdered. Well, you know, Uh, Goku Goku dived in to save Gohan's ass and Vegeta couldn't do the same. And he can't let that bastard Kakarot show him up in anything. True. I do appreciate that, like, all of the work that has come around to making this work, (laughs) like, making this moment work of showing, like, little concessions Vegeta has given, how small they might be, Mm -hmm. um, to caring about other people, that, yeah, it, someone had to push him all the way over to show, like, for him to show his true nature here, um, but he does. It's not enough to get a win, as he just gets pretty easily <laughs> swatted by Cell. Fires off a shot. Cell fires off a shot to kill him, and that's when Gohan dives in to block it, resulting in his arm getting broken. And basically the exact pose that he did to save future Trunks in the history of Trunks special. Which feels relevant. That that was probably... Because I, I think the history of Trunks special had come out by the time uh, this... The history of Trunks aired on February 24th, 1993, and the manga chapter this happened was on March 16th, 1993. 
So pretty close, but yeah. knowing Toriyama's usual method, he was probably still <laughs> shotless. Shot, yeah, he's probably still finalizing the uh, the storyboards for this thing, or mm-hmm. however manga will usually do it, and decided to throw this in as like a nod to that, as well as it is a way to raise the stakes pretty hard. As now Cell is stronger than he's ever been, and Gohan's down an arm is a pretty visual way to show that Gohan is like on the back foot already. Even more so than he already might have been. Yeah, that arm is bleeding and hanging uselessly. I'm honestly yeah, we, impressed he we got say, to keep it this time. We say broken, but mm. we have like legitimately no idea what the fuck happened to his arm. Besides, <laughs> it working. is not working. Broken's like a nice sheer weight. As someone who's broken a lot of bones, I'm like, that could have been a tendon rip. That could have been a dislocate. Who fucking just knows? Just the bone just kind of shattered I, inside I, It could have turned to freaking jelly for all we know. Like, the blast just literally yeah. <laughs> destroyed every part of the thing that was there. I just I'm like that sure how everyone to went it. to broken. <laughs> it's, like, really yeah. interesting to me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's, it's broken, not, I guess. Yeah, it is not, well, it not working. working. It broke. It broke. By definition of the word broken, it is broken. <laughs> uh, it's a no working I, arm. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> jumped in and gotten an x ray of what Gohan's if he got a cyborg arm, arm at the end so, of this? So, time out. We need to do some research on Gohan's arm. Hmm. But yeah, this episode then ends with Cell putting his hands together to charge up a Kamehameha to kill Gohan and destroy the world all in one go. Um, Which. I do, Excel says something to the effect of, all right, I will suffer you no more, which I'm like, what a dramatic bitch this guy is. I love him. <laughs> Correct. What a dramatic bitch this guy is. <laughs> but yeah, episode 96 opens uh, one, with one Cell quick giving. Thing. I don't remember when it happened oh, sorry, last no. episode, but after Cell reveals himself, we cut back to Goku and he's basically just like, are you fucking kidding me? Why did I do any of this then? <laughs> Fair. It, it, it does give some vibe of like, I guess... I mean, the the main thing that Goku doing this really does is that it stops the world from being blown up in this instance. But mm-hmm. I mean, still, uh, I just I just like Goku's little tantrum of "Oh come on!" Yeah, I always appreciate that. The audience standing <laughs> just... up, looking at Goku. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, this episode pops open cell is giving the biggest shit-eatingest grin of his entire fucking life as <laughs> he's just charging up his final blow in his mind. Um, Gohan, not doing too hot, ready no. to just sit down and die. Yeah. Which, even more so after Vegeta turns and apologizes <laughs> to him. It's like, oh, it's man, rats so rough. doomed. Yeah. Imagine the one person you like... hate making a point you agree with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is such a, especially given everything we've gone through with Vegeta, like everything that's happened in all these arcs and all of the series, for Vegeta to apologize in this moment, to admit fault, something he didn't he even do up. up until the moment that fucking Frieza killed him, mm-hmm. is one hell of a like, oh god, like, shit is dire. <laughs> I will Sorry, say that goes perfect form. I saw you dove in front of me. I've been a real shit heel. Um, bye. My, my son's <laughs> dead. I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs> so sad. It's it really works. Like this moment hit so hard for me. Um, and then Cell's like, "Ah, this is a good day. Time to blow up the Earth." And that's when Goku chimes in, uh, through King Kai, the magical telephone. Is to this the thing afterlife. on? Hey, Gohan. Yeah, but. 
basically telling Go Gohan, like, you can't just give up. <laughs> like, you have not used all of your power at this point, and it would be, a, like, absolute tragedy if you were to just lay down and die at the end here. You can't mm -hmm. just be bitch-made um, at this moment. Yeah. Have you seen how you dummy did, strong you are? Just kill him. You did on. so well, and then you got to here. Don't fuck it up on all, for all of us. <laughs> Isn't I that right, favorite... King Kai? Shut up, Goku. Yeah, I love that King Kai calls Goku a home wrecker. <laughs> He's <laughs> like assuming this entire phone call. Which I mean, fair. Not fair. Goku, Goku just showed up and best. blew him up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Goku was trying his best, but he did not give King Kai any heads up that this was his plan. He just <laughs> he just shows up with a nuclear bomb and blows everything up. Uh, killing himself, King Kai, Gregory, Bubbles, and his planet all in one fatal swoop. <laughs> um, but this is when we get some of the best shots of Dragon Ball Z, if I'm being transparent, as like Gohan decides to put one hand up to hold it back, and the two fire off Kamehameha's at each other. Like, easily some of the most, like, technical shots of it with, like, the tracking, like, around them. In very interesting lighting. It, it's just good. Yeah, I, I really shit. love these shots. Yeah. This is where everybody pulled out all the stops in the initial run of Dragon Ball Z. Um, this is that. As well as I, I love... Yeah, I love Goku, like, coming in just to be like, Gohan, you can do this. Like, I know you can do this. Being, like, a good dad. <laughs> Look, son, I know I dropped like, the ball, but I'm back on it. I've got to pick the ball yeah. back up, and I'm doing the good dad thing again. Mm -hmm. And good Uncle Piccolo on the sidelines is just concerned for Gohan, but knows that Gohan's got to, like, try. Um, yeah, people are like, it's over, we start... we're screwed, and it's like, you can't just yeah. fucking give up if there's, like, a whole thing, too, which is nice. <laughs> just go punch him. Moments. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's poignant. It's like, he's the only one who can do this. He can't just give up on it. Like, this mm -hmm. is his responsibility. Like we said before, with, like, when 16 talked to him, it's, it's his job whether he wants it or not. And so this is, he can't just, like, drop it here at the end. Mm -hmm. um, and then we start the probably the most iconic beam struggle of Dragon Ball Z yep, up there is, with the, the only one. other comparable. Yeah, I mean the only other comparable one is Vegeta and Goku. Yeah, I'd probably say that saga. one's more iconic, but this is a close second. No, uh, this is my personal favorite beam struggle in this whole series, uh, <laughs> and yeah. still has yet to be topped in terms of just a beam struggle. Um, yeah, this is, I think this, I think this is the beam struggle that they use. Um, for almost everything, I, th I would say this is definitely the one. Hmm. Yeah, and this is when like the two Kamehamehas hit and they form this like massive orb, uh, right at the that kind of splinters out from the epicenter of the hit, mm -hmm. and there's this sort of waving pattern in the center that shows you like who's winning the beam struggle. Which I will give Toriyama credit since, especially since both beams are the same color. Uh, <laughs> it does still go a long way to add some very simple but very effective visual language to tell you who's winning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's it's shocking that two beams of the same <laughs> color hit and I'm never confused as to who's winning, especially like, 
shot composition, they make sure not to break the 180 line between Cell and Gohan, which lets you know always, like, Cell's on the left, Gohan's yeah, yeah. on the right. Yeah. And here which I is yeah, a, that's very legible, which is very impressive considering it's the same color, like you said. Yeah. Uh, 180 line is just a, a reference to a film rule uh, that essentially it's like when you have two people facing each other in a scene, uh, draw a straight line between them and never cross that line with the camera. And this does a good job of doing that so that that way you always know what's going on, which say what you will about Toriyama. He is always when he's at his best, he's good at keeping things effective and easy to read. Um <laughs> Which is a huge strength of Dragon Ball as a series. Um, but yeah, we get the shot too of Gohan firing off the Kamehameha with like the spiritual uh, form of Goku with his hands right there with him. Which is the father-son Kamehameha as this will be referred to later. And is it's just a really cool shot. <laughs> it's the True. good stuff. It, yeah. And it sells like this is... All hopes are now riding on Gohan. He has had all the help from everyone who came before him, but at the end of the day, it's him at the front line of this who has to, like, finish this. Mm -hmm. uh, even with the placement of Goku in this shot, Goku is behind Gohan. It's like a dad holding the bike while you, yeah, when yeah. you're riding with the first time without training wheels. Like, and then you turn around and he's all the way back there, and it's been you all along. I, I will actually get to that because <laughs> this visual <laughs> metaphor holds. Um, but these two are just pushing against each other. Um, which then Goku has to like keep telling Gohan like you're holding something back. And then eventually even he's like, if you're holding back because you're worried about the damage you're going to do to the planet, we have the Dragon Balls push harder. Gohan, fuck the earth. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the part that I forgot happened here, which is the other Z fighters resolve to jump in and help Gohan. Because uh, I always I remember... If I recall correctly, in the manga, it's just Vegeta firing off a shot. Which makes sense. I guess they decided with the placement of where they're standing after Cell does this in the anime footage they had, they needed to keep this in. Mm -hmm. I also I... like it. Yeah, I was going to say, I appreciate it. One, it exemplifies how stupidly strong Cell is that he can just kind of throw his aura at him and, <laughs> and just like, knocks them away. Him. Yeah. Yeah. But two, it it's like each of them get their own motivations here. Each of them are like, uh, obviously, I mean, the main one is they don't want the earth to die, but each of them kind of gives their moment of like Piccolo's like Gohan's the first person who believed that I could be something better. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm not going to let him just die here without having said I did something to help. Tien is like ready. To, he's a warrior's heart at the end of it, as well as he's like, I owe Goku this for Goku. All the times he's saved us and I've never been able to repay him. I'm going to help his son. Yeah. And Yamcha. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not going to be a coward. Like I'm going to step in and I'm going to do something even if I can't do much. And Krillin's just a good guy. Of yeah, like Piccolo, like Piccolo and Krillin are like paying their dues to Gohan in this moment. We're like, well, Gohan's been with me. I like the kid. I I owe Gohan this much. And then Tien and Yamcha's motivations are, well, I owe Goku this, so I'm going to go help his kid. Yeah. And it does also give like this motivation to Vegeta to jump back in as he sees all of them like, no matter how pointless it seems, each of them steps up to try and do something, even if at the end they're not going to get the glory. And... It, the way they frame it and the way Sabbat plays it, it really adds this, like, Vegeta's like, I can't believe 
it's like kind of motivated by this like seeing them all step in no matter how hopeless it seems mm-hmm. that they won't just give up eventually as each of them gets kind of pushed away but does sort of take some attention from cell when they all get pushed back that's when finally a big bang attack just comes <laughs> flying in from the sky just which like does enough bashes to cell not- on the back of the head with a key hammer yeah, and it does enough to kind of, like, you see his beam sort of lose a little bit of strength behind yeah, it as he gets hit by this. Yeah, it distracts him flinch. just enough for Gohan to be like, and there's my opening, time to die. Yeah, which again is just, like, the absolute mastery of, like, physical language displayed in this anime, as well as I'm sure in the manga panels of showing just the tiniest break in this power that he's shooting out. As Cell looks up, sees Vegeta hanging in the air, out of breath, having one hand still raised, Mm -hmm. panting. And then right when he loses that, Goku just screams, now. And that's when Gohan leans forward, one foot stepped up, and just shoots everything. And we see the (laughs) wide shot with the two balls hit. Suddenly, Gohan's just overwhelmed Cell. And the blast itself starts to look more like waves of water just, like, crashing into Mm -hmm. Cell's attack. As just every bit of energy Gohan has left is being dumped into this. And that's when he keeps slow walking forward, just each step, one hand raised. Uh, as he looks so good. He looks blast. like a demon from hell. Yes, and the important thing to me here with this shot, and to go back to the, the dad on the bike metaphor, Goku's gone. It's just Gohan as he's moving forward and finishing this. As we then see the silly face... <laughs> <laughs> from Cell as he's completely evaporated. We even get a shot of his nucleus breaking apart mm-hmm. to show us that, like, he's gone. Because you this see, we had it. a dumb face when he blew up earlier. So now that we've had the <laughs> second dumb face, we have to confirm it with the nucleus blowing up. So that way we know he's dead this time. Yeah. Which is a dumb an face effective... lied to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's an effective way for them to be like, we know we we fucked with you the first time, but we are telling you. <laughs> okay, but for real, he's dead now, guys. Yeah, I like promise, I is... promise. <laughs> but that is how this ends, as Gohan falls back and drops all the way back to his base form for the first time. Yeah, I was about to say, and crucially, the, the Super chamber. Saiyan finally turns off. Yeah. As he just falls back, eyes closed, panting, with a smile on his face, as we see... Like, everyone reacting as they all realize none of them can feel Cell anymore. And it's finally over. Gohan has done it. Which is one of, as much of an ass pull as it was to get Cell back into this fight. Mm-hmm. God, this moment always makes it worth it. Where I'm like, I can forgive that they do this because we get such big catharsis from yeah, seeing yeah, Gohan like the mo- the mo- everything up to it. <laughs> Everything up to it's very good, and I forgive the ass pull, but the ass pull is very ass pully. Yeah, it's one of those, I'm like, I can't not point out that this is very, like, mm-hmm. out of left field, but I can point out why no one points it out. <laughs> yeah, I can point out why nobody it, really cares. Yeah, it's because it comes around all the way at the end to giving us the thing that we really wanted to see, which is Gohan taking up the mantle and finishing the fight. Which won't last, unfortunately, <laughs> but god damn it, does it feel good right here. Uh, at the end of the episode, he sa- the, the narrator says that all this is thanks to a father's belief in his son. And I feel like that's way more wholesome than what, ha- than what happened. Yeah, no, they murdered that guy. <laughs> I mean, he deserved <laughs> it, but they t- somebody just got fucking turned into dust. Thanks to a father throwing their son to the wolves. Eh, there, there are different ways you could phrase this. 
Mm-hmm. But it's all of those trials and tribulations before this moment that make this moment hit as Gohan gets to, like, lean back satisfied that he finally saved the world and did what he needed to do. Um, Stepping into the role that we've seen Goku step into so many times by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and that's the end of episode 96, leading us into episode 97. It's wrap-up time, uh, which, baby. Yeah, picks up right where we left off as the Z fighters come down. Goku's, or Gohan's little smile here is like the closest to looking like Goku that he's ever looked to me. Like something also, about, does like, it look like Gohan has like nothing going on behind his eyes? He's so tired. Yeah. Which I know it's a DBZA joke that, like, in this moment, Gohan is so drained that he's blind and deaf. Like, he's like, literally, his body has just shut down everything except his heart and his brain. It genuinely kind of looks like it. That man's got the fucking zombie eyes. He's so tired. Yeah, we've seen people more physically damaged than Gohan looks right now. We've never seen someone look this white in this series. Which... Yeah, that that helps really, it it helps retroactively sell what just happened, too. Because if (laughs) Gohan just, like, blew him away, turned around, gave a thumbs up, it wouldn't feel like, it's like, oh, Gohan's just been fucking around this whole time. Like, no, this this (laughs) was everything. killed us a bit. Yeah, this was everything. It took literally everything Gohan had to finish this shit. But that was what makes it even more satisfying at the end. And now Um, it's time for a little nap. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as he passes out in Yamcha's arms, <laughs> and they fly Yamcha, Trunks's corpse, and 18's unconscious body up to the lookout. Then we get the the finale of Vegeta's, or at least another step in Vegeta's whole arc, as he remains behind, uh, heartbroken that Kakarot would go and die and not be killed by him. <laughs> there you die before I kill you. I'll never fight again. I was gonna say it's honestly kind of fucking. It's it's sad hearing Vegeta say the words "I will never fight again." Like a broken man. We've, yeah, we've seen the pride be ripped out of this guy over and over again, but it really hits the cumulative effect of everything that's happened when he's like, "I have no reason to keep fighting," which is the only thing he's done up to this point. His son's dead. Both. His rival is dead. He doesn't have yeah, anything. This is Gohan. and this is not just like everything he's been he's been fighting you know all the screen time we've seen of him but also all the time he hasn't been on screen like he's been a child soldier for god's sake like Mm -hmm. it's to hear him say i will never fight again is like one of the most sad things that could happen um and then we get mr satan standing in the rubble the king the champ who killed cell yeah this is when he takes the credit for killing cell um boom winning yeah which i will give credit where credit's due that dbza i think does a better job of making this a slightly more sympathetic moment where it's like hey like people are rioting we need you to stop this somehow even if you've got a lie um this mr satan i think is just so shell-shocked he's like well i need everyone to know that it's okay but I don't think I can explain what happened even to myself, so I'm just gonna say I did it. Um, which Mr. Satan will become a more sympathetic character than he's portrayed in will, this arc. Will become a three-dimensional-ish character. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say there's some, there's 
a surprising not to say he's super depthy but there is more depth to him in these episodes than like just being a huge lummox <laughs> there's there's a little bit of something there mm-hmm. but mostly we'll with explore him taking that. 16 over to gohan but we'll get more yeah. of that in boo yeah boo will really cement the part the like good aspects of his character and show how he actually does have a place within the z fighters even if it's not as a fighter even if it's off um, the side mostly funding goku's shenanigans yeah, he's basically the Frank Reynolds to the Z Fighters. Oh <laughs> like, god, just no. Providing a, a means to fund them. But if Frank Reynolds had like a moral compass. You're right, I do need Danny DeVito, Mr. Satan. You know, <laughs> when you say it like this, <laughs> I can see it. I can't help but agree. <laughs> god. I throw the garbage uh, can at cell. I'm hmm. the trash man. But then they they arrive at the lookout, and I didn't realize, it clicked for me when Yamcha's like, you're the new guardian of Earth? And I'm like, oh yeah, Yamcha and Dende have never met. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Tien met Dende here when they were hanging out on the lookout, I think. Um, Yamcha wasn't important enough to invite. (laughs) There's There's some real shitting on Yamcha in this episode, where I'm suddenly like, oh, it's like this episode onward is when (laughs) Yamcha becomes what the community jokes that he is. Well, yeah, because nature is finally healing. We can shit on Yamcha again. (laughs) I do love the pairing of Yamcha Tien in this episode, like when 18 is getting up and Yamcha's just like, you monster, you awful monster, don't get any ideas, as Tien is like, Yamcha's standing like 40 feet away and (laughs) Tien is like right next to everyone is like, you know, doesn't really sound real brave when you're doing it from back there. Just <laughs> you extraordinarily Don't get fun. close to me because you'll hurt me, buddy. <laughs> you're a real bastard. You better not, you'd better not do anything or Gohan's going to kick your ass. He's really cool. And my friend. Yeah. yeah, adding some levity after last, like, two episodes of big melodrama is very fun here with Yamcha being transparently a coward. <laughs> Even when, like, 18 flies off and, like, fucking Yamcha runs back up and is like, yeah, you better run. Nobody calls Krillin short. Get back here. I think Tien literally is like, a little too late to save face here, Yamcha. (laughs) (laughs) Go play baseball, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) And this is when they summon the dragon, which fucks up 18 as she turns around and leaves and i'm like oh yeah she's never seen the dragon before (laughs) she's like well maybe i can go see what this is about and comes right on back she's having a pretty reasonable reaction to seeing a dragon the size of a fucking skyscraper for the first time in your life (laughs) (laughs) especially if you had no idea what a dragon ball was and didn't know that this was like a thing that can happen how can you not show know what show you're in Mm mm-hmm but this brings 18 back, because 18 flies off after Krillin's like, I saved you, and Gohan's like, oh, you're horny for oh, her, I aren't you? Oh, I get it, you're horny, Krillin. Mm. Oh, looks, so, like, looks like the K-Dog wants to fuck. I get it, I get it. <laughs> Alright, we're backing off, it's cool, man. And 18's like, just because you saved me doesn't mean, uh, doesn't mean I'm in love with you, and storms off in a huff, and Gohan's like, that's okay, Krillin, just because 18 hates you doesn't mean we like you any less, as Krillin's crying. <laughs> It's such a fucking... It's all Thanks for helping, God. little bitch boy. <laughs> Gohan's already becoming his father. Yeah, in the absence of his father, Gohan has to sit here and misunderstand There must always be a gifts. Goku. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that's when they bring the dragon back and they wish everyone back who's been killed by Cell, which is when we get the confirmation that Goku can't be wished back, which, like, we already, they'd already gone over this, Mm -hmm. but we just had to, I guess, cement it as a rule that even though uh, Dende made the dragon again because it's Shenron, he still can't bring someone back that he's already brought back. And then they start rules lawyering about how they can get Goku back. (laughs) Eventually... Krillin suggests they roll back time. Which is the best which, idea. Yeah, I I guess I didn't realize that was a thing on the docket. They'd <laughs> never do this. And everyone shoots it down because they're like, look, if we do that, then Cell will also be back. And yeah, so, but then Gohan could just like instantly clap him when he had the chance. And then boom, everything's fine. True, because if they did it when Goku was... If they rolled back time to when Goku was alive, Cell wouldn't have reached Super Perfect yet, so Gohan could just fly in, go Super Saiyan 2, and just uh, vaporize him. That implies that they'll all remember if they go back in time. I might just redo everything all over again. Shinron, send us back in time, but also with our memories. Shit, shit, shit. But also, also, we've established that in Dragon Ball, when you time travel, you just create a new timeline where you time travel to that point. So they also wouldn't do anything for their own future. Like, it would just mean that there is now a timeline where they went back in time and killed Cell and mm, saved awful Goku. Awful selfish of you, Thomas. And now there would be two Gohans, and two, either they all stay there, and then their world is left completely defenseless when Boo comes out. But they don't or... know who's on the horizon. No, they don't, but, like, he's still there. Even Dragon Ball Super, like, goes out of its way to address the boo of Future Trunks' timeline when they establish what Future Trunks has been up to. How do you deal yeah, with so, like, uh, Yeah, but, like, if they're not there, then Boo never gets enough pain energy or whatever to properly awaken. And if he does, Mr. Satan's there to take care of that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that's how it works. I think it is. But I yeah, don't think it's how so, it works. I'm going to disagree. Well, everybody shoots this idea down, and as they're like, well, fools, we can fools. use the last wish to take us to New Namek to wish Goku back on Paranga. <laughs> yeah, they owe us another favor or two. Yeah, uh, that's when Goku chimes in from Otherworld, and he's like, hey, uh, so I'm kind of the reason all these people keep showing up to kill everyone and blow up the world. So I think it might be best for everybody if I just stay dead. <laughs> if I just hang out here. He's not incorrect. I mean, the yeah, androids were literally wrong. built solely to kill Goku. The Saiyan but showed I mean, up because he was there. Frieza showed up because that's where he lived. Jerome mm-hmm. showed up because the Red Ribbon he Army killed the got Red Ribbon blown Army. up and he was sad. Hmm. Um. So they they all decide to honor this wish from Goku and let him stay dead, which is when it really sinks in for everybody that like Goku's gone. Also, and Goku like, implies that King Kai's still alive. Yeah, he says something like King Kai's fine because of what you did on Cell, and I'm like, there is a halo over his I'm head. Like, he is. It's not. very hard to tell in that shot, but in other shots, it's very clear as day. King Kai is completely and utterly fine. The plan went out with Otta Hitch. Now, don't come yeah, up here a... looking at any of the things <laughs> I just stated. He's cool. Yeah. He's actually happy Look, this happened. King, Ka- King Kai's just off to the side of this window. Wave your hand, King yeah. Kai. Hi, I'm, having a gra- I'm having a great time up here with everyone. You can't <laughs> see them in the picture, but they're right off. 
Go on, you remember that movie we saw a weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, no reason. <laughs> I what was the synopsis for that? I need yeah, an idea. <laughs> there's no there is no established reason here why King Kai is not brought back by this wish. Um because <laughs> I don't and like, I don't to talk about DBZA again. They they have Yamcha specify in that show everybody on Earth, and that's why King Kai stays dead. But is that was that like a canonical thing? Was it every was it everyone this? killed by Cell? Was that what they said or something like that? That's what they said in the show. Yeah, uh, but Goku killed King Kai. I'm sorry, that's the oh, problem. Right. Yeah, Goku just fucking <laughs> went up there and did it himself. That Goku is a, killed that King a, Kai. Cell was just the murder weapon. That is a funny lampshade slash joke that fucking DBZA gets to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's like on earth it's just king kai's like yeah on earth thanks dipshit <laughs> like, yeah, he's just sitting there that's one of my favorite dbza bits. <laughs> he's like fuck you yamcha <laughs> but we get a handy clip show hmm i love which giving us our like goku memories of you know how everyone thinks of goku and being like it, it'll be a shame to have him go but it I was like good that to Go- have him Gohan has the line, and my dad was always kind, as the clip is Goku walking up to beat Frieza's ass. Yeah, the least kind Goku <laughs> shot. And the only person he has not really tried to... Well, he tried to show some mercy to Frieza, um, mm-hmm. which is why Frieza got to come back and try Learned to blow him more. Yeah. Uh, but that's when, as Yamcha's sitting here like, hey, uh... Can I use the last wish to get a girl a necklace? Yeah, because <laughs> like, like this, all this is happening, and Shinron's like, uh, "Guys, I'm still here." <laughs> Could you, uh, you hurry this hurry up? This I up? hate like, waiting. Existence is kind of pain. Let's hurry this along. <laughs> and then that's when Krillin decides to step up. First, he tries to see if seventeen and eighteen can become human again. To which uh, Shenron's like, "Nope." That's they're too strong. They're outside my power. Um, so Krillin instead just resolves to wish the bombs out of them. Which I, I was like, this is kind of a big show of like mercy and also like trust. Mm-hmm. The idea that's like if we take away our trump card, that like we could make another remote to just blow y'all up. Like Krillin is showing we trust you now because we are taking away our only out. If y'all decided to go, yeah, kill they're, ta- everyone. they're taking mean, away the implicit gun that the Z fighters have to their head. Yeah, I mean, there's still the fact that like Gohan is way stronger than either of them are now. Um, details, details. Look, that ruins yeah, the symbolism. And, Just roll with it. Yeah, no, and or and Vegeta too. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> could probably kill either of them. Uh, but yeah, the the symbolism is nice with eighteen coming out and being like, "Well, it's not like I like you anything, Baka, Baka." <laughs> but we'll talk. She yeah, AT does call him Cantaloupe Head, which is <laughs> Got very funny. But I did want to point out, uh, and I forget the name of the actress who plays. Uh, I think it's Meredith McCoy playing her. Either it's either Meredith McCoy or Meredith McCoy is who plays eighteen in every other dub. Um, you can hear in her voice as she's like telling him like we don't owe you anything or like whatever that she's holding back like some actual joy and gratefulness as she's doing it. Uh, Cause she's just not used to anybody doing something so nice for her and her brother with no like promise of reward for themselves. 
Um, and it shows some real like vulnerability. Uh, to turns this out character. eighteen is also calling Clickenbeard and and Kai. Okay, it is yeah, Meredith know... McCoy and basically everything else. Yeah, I know Meredith McCoy takes back over the character in Super, um, and was eighteen in the original Z dub, but for whatever reason, she wasn't able to come in for this dub. I don't know if she she comes back to the role in the final chapters when they finally dub that. I uh, think she I don't might. Think, I believe as a Battle of God, she took the role back up, according to this Wikipedia Well, that article. was... Yeah, and that dub was before Z final chapters, so that might know. be... We'll find out. Yeah, I guess we will. Um, pretty soon. But... Dun dun. Yeah, as she flies off, she does say like a quick, like, um, you know, we'll talk. Basically, so you're saying yeah. there's a chance. Yeah, if you're saying there's yeah. a chance, let's <laughs> you put the down low, yeah. Krill Dog. <laughs> Yamcha is the one that comes in. Is like, hey, you've got a shot. Which canonic, I would say canonically, Yamcha is the person here who fucks the most. So yeah. it does say is their expert on love. To which Piccolo's like, yeah, I don't understand any of this shit. Y'all are weird. Yeah, <laughs> there there are people here who I would trust with love, and there are people I wouldn't trust with love. One of them being Piccolo, I would not trust. And then Yamcha, I trust on what someone flirting with you love. Also, would not trust still, but <laughs> is getting closer, yeah. slightly more than Piccolo. Yes, yeah. He at le- Yamcha at least knows when someone is attracted to someone because he, again, canonically, Been implicitly there, that, fucks the bought most. the T-shirt. Yeah, Im- implicitly is the fuck. I just wanted to point out <laughs> Tien. Tien leaves here and he's like, our paths may never cross in this world. I'm like, what the fuck, Tien? <laughs> look, he doesn't have look, he lives in the mountains and doesn't have a phone. They're never finding him unless he wants to be found. They can literally they can just sense go energy. each other's keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can fly at like double the never speed of sound. Never find him unless he wants to be found. <laughs> Fine. Also, like Fine. Goku's dead, and I guess he's his oh, I guess Goku is the only connection he had. Wasn't actually friends with any of the others of them. I see. Look, that. him and Yamcha are bros. That's not true. Him and Yamcha would go play Smash together or some shit. <laughs> They'd hang out. But yeah, this is when everybody kind of flies off, and we get like a montage of where everyone's going. Trunks learning that like Vegeta stood up for him after he died. Uh, Gohan consoling Chi Chi as he's telling him that or her that. Goku is dead and is not coming back. There's some pretty um, uplifting music. Yeah. Yeah, it's the dragon it's Dragon Soul, the, <laughs> the opening theme, but the Japanese version plays. Look, look um, Chase is the song you hate. I don't hate Dragon Soul. I hate it a lot more than music in this show than I expected. Dragon Soul was not the one that was driving me totally crazy. I feel like as a f- adding some finality to this moment, it it works. It does. Um yeah. And I love the last shot as they're all they're all gathered at Capsule Corp the next morning. Trunks having cut his hair and put back on his like mm-hmm. original costume. They've got the like sword. black wrist and they've got like black armbands on as like a morning thing. Yeah, it's a Goku. Um, they all see him off. Vegeta and Trunks have this little like two finger wave to each other, which DBZA turns into a flip off, which is funny. <laughs> um, but I appreciate this little like. Mm-hmm. Two fingers. It's a nice wave. little moment. Yeah. Um and then we see like the outline of Goku's spirit like clasp Gohan on the shoulder one last time. 
as he like turns to look and Goku's not there, but he smiles just knowing like his dad's watching out for him at this moment. And Krillin uh, starts like looking around for whatever the fuck Gohan's looking at. Yeah, I do love that. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking silly. Um, that's the end of episode 97. And then we get episode 98, which really is epilogue time, just kind baby. Of, yeah, it's just an epilogue to kind of wrap up the last possible loose end that we didn't necessarily have to see, but we will see. Um, I don't know. This episode, I'm like, it doesn't have to be here, but it's not bad. It's, it's, nice just, it's, it's just sort of like your send-off episode. You always got to have mm-hmm. one where it's like, we are officially done with this thing. Mm-hmm. The day is actually saved. We're not spiraling into the next thing. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like but Trunks had I, his I moment. Do, yeah, I do have to point out that the opening of this episode is the only time we see Trunks like in the time machine between time, like as he's flying through whatever <laughs> we want to call it, and it looks cool as shit. And I want to know why yeah. we've never seen this before. Now, um, fuck you, story almost like, like this. Oh sw- fuck, I don't want to think about that, man. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't want to think about the swirling... space between spaces. I barely think about the space I'm in. Yeah, it's this, like, swirling light show, like, fucking surrounded by all of these, like, various colors and whatnot. It just looks really cool. <laughs> uh, but then we jump back to... We jump back to our timeline one month after the Cell games ended. Um, as we see what life looks like for the Sun family without Goku... Which is, like, Ox King is just always there now. Ox King's moved in. Yeah, Gohan's kind of doing all the things Goku would do. Um, No, not really Goten. Yeah, we don't see him training or anything, but we do see, like, Gohan catch a fish in a similar way to, like, how Goku would do Thank God he has pants on. Yeah, for real. Um, And then Baby Trunks taking his first steps... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and falling over and being too proud to have his mom yeah. help him up. <laughs> like, which... They, like, try and pick him back up, and he, like, waves them off and does it himself. Yeah, My god, he's got that Vegeta like... in him. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally say that, but, like, goddamn, little baby trunks is so fucking cute. It's adorable. Mm. And then we see Mr. Satan living the out champ. the glory of, yeah, being the one to do it, which now he sets up. He had, he tried to break uh, 15, 15 and he stone. got 14 of them yeah now he has 20 of them and he gets 19 of them which does show that I like uh, it's really good because one just a minor thing i like this little safety disclaimer like don't try this at home kids beforehand yeah and it like it shows that he's gotten stronger but he's still not like a serious character because if he had broken all 20 there i think you could have made the argument that he could have been phased into like the main roster yeah. As, like, shown that, like, his experience with the Cell games and everything has pushed him to, like, oh, he's actually going to, like, get strong in terms of this show now. But since he still has the one, he's still firmly in the joke character status. Yeah. They're like, he's not going to become a Z-Warrior, but he hasn't given up on martial arts either. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> it establishes, again, just the, the scale of strength in this show in that what Mr. Satan does here is a massive feat in terms of, like, (laughs) real-world martial arts. If Mr. Satan did this in our world, he would be regarded as, like, one of the greatest martial artists who ever lived. I mean, he did punch punch his way through a bus in his introduction. Yeah. Mr. Satan is really strong compared to the average human, 
he is just nothing in comparison to like even Krillin. Yeah, unfortunately for him, he lives in Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Satan could be the protagonist of an entirely different anime if he was there. <laughs> Put him in I do love one that... punch man, see how high he goes. Yeah. I do also love that we established that Goku is watching Mr. Satan do this from Otherworld. Like, for whatever reason, Goku decides to watch Mr. Satan. Look, he's a um, champion, and he wants to keep up on the current talent. Mm-hmm. But that is plus, when plus King Kai is like... Plus he got hit by Cell and didn't die. Goku no, looking honestly, out yeah. over, the, over the whole Earth as an angel, seeing who will be the next villain, and him training him specifically to try to kill <laughs> Gohan. That's the next Goku phase for the third chapter. It, become, be like, it becomes hmm. a mega mind situation. Yeah, mega mind. He's like, how can I make my son? He's just not being pushed enough. What if I make a person who has all the things that could bring the trauma from his past forward so he could push forward in a trauma in the future? Man, I got a really good idea. And it's like, Jesus, Goku, just <laughs> why are you so making your son strong? I, That'd be very Look, funny. Look, guys, I really fucked up. Death is really boring, actually. Yeah. King Kai's, King Kai made me build his house, and then I blew it up again, and now he's mad at me, and I don't know anybody. I keep signaling yeah. to this weird wizard to come here to kind of try to make a fight happen so they'll just be pressed enough to wish me back to life somehow. But uh, <laughs> it's just not working out. You guys let me know what's going on. Uh, it might take a while for that to work in, but for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that. You can either <laughs> you can either remember Goku two ways: the made-up villain we make him, or the correct. I want you to study and work hard. I love you, son. <laughs> yeah, I know which way I'm picking. <laughs> you which decide, way, Western man? <laughs> yeah, this is when King Kai's like, "Hey, you blew up my house, so you owe me a house." Which I appreciate that Goku is self-aware enough that he's like, "I don't really build things." Are you, are you sure I you want me to do that? I'm 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 me. Have you met me? Hmm. He's like nonsense. Here's this random fucking route going through Snake Way. Let's go. <laughs> this will be perfect. King Kai, mm. I thought we were going to King Gimma's place. Shut up, Goku. Yeah. And then this is when we finally cut back to Trunks's time or future Trunks's timeline, where like he's now hanging out with future Bulma, who is realizing that he is taller. <laughs> Which he's trying really hard to explain what the time chamber is to his future mom. She's like, that sounds like really advanced technology. I think that's he's nice, like, sunny. Yeah, he's like, yep, that's probably the best we can. That's probably the best we can do. <laughs> um, but I, I also wanted to point out that there is a subtle difference in the way that. Uh, oh God, I'm forgetting all the actors' names today. Uh, actress who plays Bulma plays future Bulma. Like, future Bulma's a little more, like, reserved, very, like, serious in comparison mm -hmm. to past Bulma, which makes sense given the timeline that she's in. Given everything that happened. Yeah. Like, she still feels like Bulma. It's just a Bulma from a place that's a lot darker than our timeline. Uh, Monica Rial. Right. Monica Rial took over in Z, I think, for the, the dub of Bulma and has just been playing the character ever since. It might have been Z Kai, honestly, that she took over for Bulma. I can't quite remember. Yeah, I actually she... don't know. Yeah, when she well, she's doing it role. here, at least. Yeah, she is. And she still is. Like, up mm -hmm. to now, she has been Bulma. And she she is so good at playing that character. Um, she's a good actress. I've seen her in a few other dubs and whatnot. But she is just a great Bulma. Um. But yeah, that's 
I, I also love how casually Trunks tells Bulma about how he fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bulma looks appropriately horrified <laughs> learning this information. No, no, Mom, it's cool. Before dragon like, Balls. Oh, yeah, Dragon Balls. Those were a thing. Yeah. It's still traumatizing. I used to be able to wish for makeup and stuff to make me look better. Now look at me. I'm an old woman dying. I used to be the richest woman alive. Then I had to start buying my own cosmetics. God, I remember when I used to have the most pert ass in all the world. Mom, (laughs) please stop. Not this again. Son, you don't realize every time there'd be a perter ass... I would know, and I could oh, wish God, for geez, a better. Oh God, Jesus! Those the androids. I gotta go. Uh, bye. Yeah, and something. <laughs> she had date. I don't. Yeah. Fuck, oh Jesus Christ, son! Remember, oh, thank, she's oh, a better ass God, than me. Attack. Remember, I let this happen. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening anymore. Yeah, I'm flying off. There's this android attack. <laughs> yeah, this is when. Uh, this is when he hears about seventeen and eighteen attacking a town, so he flies off to finally go deal with them because he's stronger now. Which he takes off his jacket, going into my favorite trunks look, which is just tank top trunks. Uh, it's a very low key look, but it's a good look. Yeah, it's tank top tiger. Tank top. T- okay, the tank top people in One Punch Man are the best. Tank top master <laughs> is like one of my favorite characters from that whole manga. <laughs> The magic of the tank top. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he flies off. 17 and 18 are blowing up a town because apparently 18 lost in a video game to somebody there. So, yeah, a reminder that this 17 and 18 suck. <laughs> um, an old guy shoots 17 in the face, which really doesn't face him. And that's when 17 walks up, puts his gun in his face, which is the only time 17 ever seems to acknowledge that he's carrying a gun. In, like, any meaningful way. Yeah. But he puts it right up against the guy's head, but right before he's able to pull the trigger, Trunks fires off a key blast that just skims right in front of the old man's face. (laughs) Which, to me, kind of shows that, like, it's a good visual way to show Trunks isn't just way stronger. He has a lot of control over his power. If he can, like... Good thing he's got a good aim. Yeah, if he can thread that fucking needle, then he's doing pretty good. But Trunks has this by a long shot. Uh, as he, like, flies in, takes a stance, and he's like, Hey, I traveled through time, and I've come <laughs> back to kill you. Which... Yes, good news. In the past, y'all weren't gaping assholes. Bad news. In the present, you are. So I gotta kill you now. Yeah. I love that this is the first time he's brought up time travel in 17 and 18, just immediately accept this as a fact. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, whatever, let, we're gonna kill you anyway. And then Trunks just starts wailing on him, just fucking blows up 18 with like a one-handed point-blank energy blast. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like turns around and fucking evaporates 17 pretty quickly after. Easy. Not even close. Yeah, no, this is this is not a fight. This is a beatdown. As then Trunks like pulls out the old guy who is trapped in the car, and we see that like he's done it. And with peace returned, it cuts forward like a year, I think. Something like a year, like several months, or there's some skip. Which there's been an impressive amount of rebuilding for the fact that I think Trunks said that there's only like 10,000 humans left on Earth in this time. I think he's full of shit. Yeah, I think he, I don't think he, unless, I think he's just guessing. 
because to be honest, like he can sense yeah, keys, so he can probably sense. Yeah, and it's not like you know people are going around and hanging out. Like it's hard to hard to get a good read on how many people Look, are left. If there are ten thousand people left on the planet, I don't think that amusement park was is operational anymore. Yeah, it's true. There's got to be at least like a hundred k. I'm gonna say like the lowest low ball is that there's a hundred k humans left. <laughs> there's a the hundred thousand people. If there's a hundred thousand people left, Disney World will open. If it drops by one, Disney World will close. <laughs> That's actually in their in their byline. <laughs> Walt is very specific about his visions. Yeah. And then that's when Trunks is now hanging out, having cut his hair back down and or not well, his hair stayed down, I guess. Yeah. Uh but now he's wearing the like the armor again. Mm-hmm. And he's about to go leave to go tell the Z fighters about this as he did originally that got sell. Oh boy, I just love getting into my time machine to back when the androids were alive. I sure hope that somebody big and green doesn't come and kill me right now. (laughs) Yeah, I want to point out in this, in the actual show, it seems that he did not tell Bulma this was a thing that was going to happen. I don't know why he didn't. Yeah. This is just for him to know. (laughs) Yeah, then he's like, Bulma, go away. And she's like, oh, you got a girlfriend? I'm just like, Trump, why didn't you tell your mom? What what is happening? Yeah, making the most, like, fucked up face (laughs) in this episode. But then realizes, like, Trunks is serious, so she runs off. The cell comes out, and Trunks just delivers a full synopsis of what (laughs) he plans to do at him. Cell's like, what the fuck? Oh, you already went back in time, didn't you? Oh, you fucker. (laughs) <laughs> no matter i'm doing it anyway and then my Trunks robot is like, We're spies not- have been following you yeah i except they d- apparently didn't follow him to see that he blew up 17 and 18 details details yeah but that's when trunks is like we're gonna take this fight elsewhere and just fucking yeets him yeah, he like with like pushes a him out of the city yeah which i feel like should have been the clue to sell that he did not have this fight (laughs) (laughs) well it was also the clue that he couldn't run away so you know smoke him if you got him i guess yeah i guess it is kind of like a this kid's gonna kill me so i might as well stand up and fight um i think he thought probably his one shot is if he was able to get a drop on trunks enough to absorb him Mm -hmm. that was his like ace in the hole he does not this is a pretty short fight as Trunks just beats him down, throws him in the air, and as Cell's about to do a Kamehameha at him, he does what's referred to as the heat dome attack in video games. Dumb. But dumb. he doesn't say anything. It just makes like a dome of energy around him, blast that dome upwards into a beam and just completely evaporates Cell. And Cell gives like a terrified squeak at the end of the Kamehameha, which is very funny. It is really good. Um, but yeah, then Trunks gets to, like, revel in the fact that he saved his future. Eh, for now. <laughs> this won't last. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we have King Kai sitting in his little wooden house, or, like, outside his little wooden house. Goku walks up, taps it, and it completely fucking evaporates. It just falls apart. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then Goku's like, well, fuck this. Like, let's go where the other masters Strong guys are. You promised me there were strong guys, King Kai. Let's go talk to them. I'm board building things. I can only destroy. And then this episode ends with, like, a montage of the Otherworld Tournament. Just a speed run of the Otherworld Tournament. 
yeah, set to Dragon Soul, as well as some like older shots of like Goku as a kid and other arcs and Goku and fighting the Vegeta. golfing Elder Namekian made it into the clip show, which is so fucking funny. <laughs> Your highlight yeah. of all the important moments. That's the end of the Cell arc, which. I think the big thing everybody talks about when they talk about this arc, both in, like, when they talk about why they like this arc and why they're disappointed by the next arc, is that feeling of passing the torch to Gohan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's why I think Cell is, like, the perfect villain to close this out, even if, like, he was not the original plan. Because at the end of the day, Cell represents everything that came before him in some way. Like, mm -hmm. he is literally made up of the DNA of the Z fighters, of Frieza, of Frieza's dad, even. <laughs> of, like, everything that came before. His techniques are the moves we've seen over and over again from everyone else. And so, of course, that is the villain that Gohan has to overcome mm -hmm. if he wants to take the mantle from his dad and be the force that pushes this series into the future. Yeah, like a they, metatextual sense. And they pass and they pass the torch to Gohan by having Gohan brutally rip his fist into Cell's head and rip the torch out of him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like something that I, I realized I really loved about Cell as a villain is like if the core of this arc is Gohan taking up the mantle and like pushing up from the past to go into the future, then mm -hmm. him killing a physical embodiment of that past is the perfect, like, unsubtle but perfect visual metaphor mm -hmm. for what the plan was. A plan that we don't stick to, but... I wish that if it had been, like, planned out, if it hadn't been the editor kind of breathing down Toriyama's neck for better and worse, then I wish that, like, Gohan had more to do during all of it. Because he really doesn't yeah. do much until Cell shows up, and that leaves the entire first half of a supposedly... Of what ends up being like a Gohan-centered saga, where Gohan's not really doing shit. Yeah, which does kind of show the, like, this was not the initial plan. Or gives mm -hmm. the idea that this was not the initial plan, which when you know the production run of this feels pretty evident. Yeah. But does show that Toriyama can pull some shit together at the end of the day if you put him in a corner. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, um, I think it... I think it really, it, it does, it works extremely well considering how much this was built, like, while it was already in the air. I think it stumbles a little bit when Cell first shows up. At that point, it's just kind of, okay, this is a lot of villain reveals, guys. Can we finally just stick to somebody? Mm -hmm. But and I think it it, falls... in, but in motion, it mostly, it pretty much works. And then in hindsight, you see all the bits where you could have, like, filled it in properly if you'd had an actual, like, plan that you stuck with, mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's not perfect, which, when you know the production of it, you're like, well, shit, I'm surprised it's as cognizant as, or yeah, coherent right. <laughs> as it turns into. But if you didn't, it's like, yeah, when you look backwards, you see the, the cracks, but the reason a lot of us ignore those cracks, or at the very least, like, kind of brush them away, is that is this finale that really brings it all together right at the end. It's, mm -hmm. it's a finale that's stronger than the sum of its parts. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's um, like the Toriyama's like a really good. I think they call them discovery writers, where the writer themselves is figuring out what the story is going to be as they write it. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what it always feels like Toriyama writes, and so he's. I think he's just a really good version of that. It's just always the the worst part for a discovery writer is the beginning, 
and the end for them because the beginning is you're trying to figure out what you're actually doing and then the end is you're trying to end what you figure what you started out not knowing what you were making and so those yeah. middle chunks of story are usually really good because it's just a guy kind of like he has hit his stride and he's just going with just it. Bouncing ideas. Yeah, bouncing ideas, hitting mm-hmm. all the things. He's, and he's, got, he's locked onto an idea that's like a word. Because the beginning is always like trying to shuffle through all that shit. And then the the end is how do I wrap up all that stuff? And we, we had our complaints for like Cell coming back and then Gohan gets that kill at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think everything else besides that of, of our complaint wise is like really really good i mean it's just a really good ending mm-hmm. i don't think it's anything special yeah. i think it hits really well i'm not gonna harp on the music we did that all yesterday <laughs> um i i literally wrote in my notes because like they use the same music cue like as the z fighters are gonna jump in to help or like the the beam struggle starting that they did for super saiyan 2 and i was like i'm not looking forward to having this conversation with the guys again yeah i was like luckily for you i forgot to write that part down until you reminded me and the first thing yeah (laughs) i was like i don't want to have the carnage again the music is 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 it is legitimately bad at this point and there's i said our piece back yeah there's no good we're not moving on this thing i think it's really cool but it also leads to, I think Majin Buu is going to be our big discussion on, like, how we feel Toriyama as a writer ending here. You know, like, I think Buu is a time when he's given his most creative freedom, and we're going to have, like, mm-hmm. so many complaints about that. Um, yeah. I think... That'll be for, what we'll see. Because the Buu arc is... Yeah. I had watched Final Chapters when it was airing in, like, mm-hmm. 2015, 2016. Um, but then the English dub was airing. So it's the most recent bit of Dragon Ball Z that I've seen. Um, I'm curious, even, you know, that was a good number of years ago now. So I'm curious to watch it and see how I feel. Yeah, how I feel now. But my biggest memory was like, there are some really high highs and some really good moments in here. But they are bogged down by a lot of really low lows and a lot of just not good pacing. I think you're right mm-hmm. in calling Toriyama a discovery writer in, like, the same sense that George R.R. R. Martin is a self-admitted discovery writer. Like, allowing And he's never ending that it. shit. Yeah. And I think you're correct in your main critique of discovery writers. I think beginnings are a little easier for discovery writers because they put a lot of time into that. But then usually it's like their back's against the wall when they have to end it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, shit, and they throw something together. This is a case of a discovery writer actually, while having a small stumble there, actually pulling it off. <laughs> and therefore will not learn the lesson of plan this shit out better <laughs> when he goes into Boo and has to try and do it again. Me yeah, pulling this my time first has, Me pulling my yeah. first all-nighter. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. Me pulling my second. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Which I'm curious how we'll feel... Not just watching Boo, but then watching the Peaceful World Saga, which is the last couple episodes of Dragon Ball Z, where Goku goes off to train Oob at the end. That's more than that, an episode. Yeah, that's like three or four. Oh. Or it might be only like two in Kai. Um, we'll see. In Z, it was like We'll find out. Yeah. But this is when... That was meant to be, you know, at least at the time, that was the end of Dragon Ball. Like, as a... A series. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. like, we'll that also was when Toriyama's ready to walk away. Probably one of the largest flaws of Discovery writing uh, Toriyama's way when we get to Boo because we all feel like Gohan should be the protagonist and everything. Like, that's how it all feels to us right now. And Toriyama mm-hmm. will just disagree with us and bring Goku back because he's like, I just don't feel it with Gohan. I don't like it. Yeah. 
And that at the end of the day, yeah, probably be one of the worst things that I think we all kind of not maybe one of the worst things ever. But he just looks at it and just said, like, I feel like Gohan would be less of a fighter and more of a book guy. So I'm gonna have to bring Goku back, and that was it. And then we've we've never gone back from that decision. Oh yeah. So I'm curious how that's going to feel as we watch it. Like we're at least going in knowing that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whether we whether we agree with that choice, uh we it seems we all pretty much don't right now, and we'll see how we feel as Toriyama puts that into motion. Um I know that we're gonna feel negatively about it. Like I, I feel pretty much a hundred percent confident that we're not going to enjoy it's watching shot as, right now. Yeah, Gohan just, is pushed into the background. It's Especially it's just it fairly, starts with Gohan yeah. in the lead. Well, it's just fairly interesting because it, at some point while writing it, Toriyama just feels that Gohan doesn't fit the lead. It's it's the explanation he's given. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no other explanation ever been something like that that it was fans, it was blah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's always been Toriyama's always said. I when I was writing it, I did not feel like Gohan off. fit. Yeah, the vibes are not there for it. So I had to bring Goku back. And the reason, and before that, the reason he switched to Gohan is like he wanted a newer generation cast to start taking over for the older generation. It's why I believe Vegeta says, I will never fight again. I believe, like, mm-hmm. in Toriyama's mind when he wrote that, he thought. He tapped out. Yeah, Vegeta yeah. was done. Like, Vegeta is not going to fight anymore. Like, that was it. Like, it's now time for the Trunkses and the Gohan and the blah, they're blah, blah. They're pulling and they're bowing out. Yeah, they're they're done. But then he just, as you continue, he just doesn't feel that way. And so we're stuck with Goku and Vegeta still continuing, and which has turned into me and Thomas's uh, complaints from way back before even to the podcast of there has to be some eventual dropping of the mantle of Goku. Goku does have to stop. At some point, we have to be done with Goku and Vegeta and everyone or have them be really secondary characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we just which have it. They just—it's never happened. Well, and it makes the slow just show just feel so yeah. stagnant to some degree now. Yeah, which is why I'm like, I think we're getting the peak of what that could be right now with like superhero and yes. like some of this stuff being like we can set up plot lines that don't have Goku and Vegeta uh, and not have them have to be the focus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that lesson will stick. It's like the. It's the, the the feeling at the end of Cell going into Boo that yeah, right. I'm reminded of at this moment where I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm glad. It's a little different this time because it's not like they're trying to write Goku and Vegeta out. Mm-hmm. Like they're still there and they have threats that are their level. But it does seem like they're at least entertaining the idea of like, what if we introduce threats that are not Goku and Vegeta's level? but char- And because of that, we let characters that aren't Goku and Vegeta handle it. And yeah. get to have screen time and be characters. Well, I guess the fear is that they go into whatever they're doing next, then Gohan Beast breaks out, and then Black Frieza just one-shots him. Yeah, that's my biggest fear as well, because it'd feel, you know, cheated. Especially because a lot of people at the end of Superhero are like, Gohan's stronger than Ultra Instinct Goku in this form. Yeah, everybody's like, even, <laughs> if Dad, like, even if Dad and Vegeta were here, we still would have had a run for our money. Yeah, which to me, I'm like, y'all shouldn't have said that. Y'all should have just left it ambiguous. Y'all should have just left it <laughs> ambiguous so you could do whatever you wanted with it later. Yeah. Why'd well, you say that, Toriyama? <laughs> power scaling, bitch. Hmm. So we'll see as, you know, now they're doing the superhero arc in the manga. Um, We'll see how that goes once that ends. But I'm hoping we're getting to a point of what we wanted out of Boo. I'm hoping Toriyama has heard 
the fan critique and has decided to like try to find a middle ground where he can keep having Goku be a very important character, but he can also have the other characters take some of the some of the narrative weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a hope right now. It's not confirmed. Yeah, yeah. I think I I agree with Chase's anxieties. Or I'm like, this could ha- we've been stuck here for a minute. Um, we've been here before. I'm generally ne- less negative on Super than I feel like you are, Chase. Hell yeah, but you are. that doesn't mean I think perfect. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Super is perfect. No, I don't think I, think I, I don't think I think that. Yeah, no, I think Z is better uh, in terms of just narrative cohesion and keeping everything tight and having like an interesting cast of characters. Um, even if you average that out with Boo and how that turns out, it's still on average better at giving characters more to do. Yeah. Um, but I am at least like, there is some sign that Toriyama is not repeating the same mistakes in how he's setting up this next arc after superhero, Mm -hmm. but only time will tell if that feeling is true or not. Makes sense. I, Um, I, yeah, yeah, I think we're just like waiting and seeing My, my big thing would just have the, just get to the oob stuff. Like I would say, and then have. Like Goku and Vegeta step down. Like Vegeta, be, I would just say like make Vegeta the God of Destruction. I don't know how, just do it. Maybe just through this arc. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Beerus wants to take a nap. Yeah, Be- Beerus gets killed by Black Goku. I don't know Black Frieza or if Black Frieza someone finds a way to remove Beerus, so Vegeta has to take that step. Goku then goes to train Oob to control the the Majin power thing, and then just let everyone else have their own adventure, or like have a new character, or like just fucking fuck off to the other half of the galaxy or the other universes. But I don't care. Um, I trust, like, I have complete and utter trust in Toriyama writing something and making it interesting. That's the thing I do trust with something new. With what we have preordained, I think, or pre-established, that's where it gets rougher because I think, like Toriyama says, he's a great discovery writer. I like for him to go discover something, like, do something new. Like, (laughs) go out there, experience the world. We have Sand World now. (laughs) I know. We got Sand World. I'm so excited. I heard it's good. Oh, it's a it's a video game that's coming out, which is like the first original IP that Toriyama has worked on. Well, it's also in like based off a a thing, right? Like, I don't think so. I think it's its own thing. Hmm. Okay. It's at least like a lot of it draws inspiration from just the random mechanical vehicle drawings that he'd love to do on like covers of Dragon Ball. He does and stuff, love a random v- mechanical drawing. Yeah, and he draws them really well. He just draws them far too detailed to keep throwing them into everything that he makes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I'm like, it's fun seeing that he has an outlet for that now, and he can just like help. I wouldn't doubt that like the process of working with people on superhero helped him get a better grip. Yeah, of how he, to design yeah, for Sandland, it it was a manga for like a less than a year. And then there's going to be an anime film in August, and then there'll be the game come out. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, so I remember, I remember to him see Toriyama working on a new IP. Yeah, like at this point in his life. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he, interesting yeah. The original manga came out, out a long time ago, new. but it's really yeah. It's always he always makes fun, cool stuff. Yeah, it's just like then where does he go? <laughs> It's true. We always. He, I think he, uh, even he wants to know that. <laughs> yeah, which I think with Super, he's more and more kind of like. He's like, yes, I am 
the guy who made this and I have a hand in it pretty deeply, um, especially in the Moro, Granola, and superhero arcs, and will have a big hand in the Black Frieza arc. But he is giving Toyotaro more and more control and his son more and more control. Um, like Toyotaro came up with Ultra Ego for the manga and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I'm hoping that in the same way that he originally seeded things off to Gohan and then pulled it back to Goku, I'm hoping he doesn't make the same mistake right. in his He'll life. Right, seeded like, to Toyotaro to and then killed him and wear his skin. Looks, <laughs> well, I feel like he gave Toyotaro a lot more control in the first half of the manga, as well as Toei. And then after the tournament of power, Toriyama really stepped back in. Uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, well, 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 hold on a second here. All right, raining all this in. You got how many universes in here? No, 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 no. We're going to deal with like two, maybe. <laughs> I will say there is a noticeable change in how Goku acts uh, from Broly onward. Where suddenly <laughs> Goku is a lot less flanderized and a lot more Goku. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think. I think this is half the reason he stepped back in. He's like, you guys aren't quite getting Goku's deal. And I think he's hoping if he writes Goku with Toyotaro, he can, like, show him more closely. Like, hey, this is how Goku's supposed to be. He's mm-hmm. not a complete fucking buffoon. <laughs> he's still got a lot of, you know, lack of social cues and whatnot, but he's not, like, a complete moron. Yeah. There's a limit. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I yeah. coming out the end of Cell, I still hold this up as my favorite arc of Z. I mean, we haven't watched Boo yet, but I'm pretty confident Boo is not going to unseat it. <laughs> um, well, the jury seems pretty its, unanimous on that one. Yeah. Even with its weird wonkiness, it still comes out as like setting up its themes and executing on them really well. As well as providing just some absolute fucking like stellar fights some stellar like spectacle to it but really like honing in on what makes these characters tick and what is the story to tell with them mm-hmm. i think i'd still give it to the saiyan saga by just a bit just because i think it's tighter and a bit more compact and i don't know like there are a lot of villains in the cell saga and it, you do kind of feel it towards the end but I mean, it's still fantastic for all the stuff that went on behind the scenes. I wish we'd gotten more of uh, 17, 18, 16 palling around. Mm. But unfortunately, once Cell shows up, they kind of need to start dropping. So. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, I can agree with that. that There's still some missed opportunity. But on the whole, uh, I feel very strongly about this arc. Fair enough. The only argument I might make against it would be probably in favor of the Saiyan saga for no other reason than just that arc was really tight. Like, there was just no wasted space there, and it all felt very intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. I'd probably I like this arc this more. Just because it's so... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like how jam-packed it feels full of things, and like I like all the new characters that do get introduced and will be sticking around, which is nice. Where mm-hmm. you just get Vegeta, who kind of sticks around, but I don't even like know if I like Vegeta's character as much insane as I do in the Frieza arc. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I probably do. I just really like Cell. So- I just really like the Cell Saga. I like how it forces Goku to take a step back after the Frieza. I feel like it gives time for everyone else to do their own do. Like I think it just works. I think it's very nice. Yeah, 
No, it's it it has like a lot of good stuff going for it. It's a little less tight than the Saiyan saga, but that looseness is used to help give other characters things to like grow and change. To like do and have some character beats. Yeah, it has a really nice flow to it. Like things don't as much as I'm like it's a little loose, it doesn't feel like it's wasted space though. Mm-hmm. And it goes like, you know, big and intense and then coals down and then yeah, back it's got, to Yeah, it's got a lot of it's down. got a lot of climaxes on the way to the end. Yeah, a lot of peaks and valleys, like, well done to help keep everybody, like, invested. Um, so, I, I yeah, I, I would still come out and say this is my favorite Z arc. Uh, it explores a lot of, like, interesting concepts, both, like, with the characters as well as with the world and how, like, their powers work. <laughs> um, with all the Super <laughs> Saiyan stuff. Uh as well as, like, dropping a kind of chosen one, like, only one every thousand years, like, say, a narrative in favor of, like, exploring, like, what can somebody become if they are forced to step up to the plate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it, it it ends on a really, really good note of Gohan kind of stepping into the role that it feels like the series meant him to eventually take uh, and executing on, like, what we saw of him. Yeah. It's, it's he's good. coming back, it's really Dad. Good. He's coming back. I promise. <laughs> he's left for milk. He's coming back. Well, I'm outvoted. We'll this see. podcast believes in cell saga supremacy. Uh, are you more of a Saiyan saga? You just fan? said that, yeah. I uh, that was yeah. my. I guess yeah. Well, I, th- I thought you were conceding it, but you weren't like saying definitively. I'm sorry. No, no. I'd put Sa- I'd put Saiyan one probably cell uh, Saiyan one first half of Namek at two. Then sell, and then the back half of Namek. So probably sell second overall. Oh yeah, I mean if we're splitting it up like that, the first half of Namek is you like damn near perfect. <laughs> uh, you should not. But the first half of Namek, pretty much up until like after the fight with Raccoon, is like pretty much perfect. Yeah, like it is very impressive that like straight up from like the Demon King Piccolo fight to the cap to Captain Ginyu body swapping, it is nothing but bangers. Yeah. It's around the that it's yeah it's the body swap is when things really took a bit of a dive in that arc, mm-hmm. and it gets back up there again a couple times. But yeah, it never really got us back on the level that we were at when Namek started, and then this this saga brought us back pretty quick. <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah. it just proved really fast that we weren't in that pacing anymore. <laughs> uh, it was like, look, we it's all killer no filler once like Mecha Frieza shows up. <laughs> Uh, Once there is Mecha no Frieza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's at least to me, that's the sign. That's when the series got me back again. Not that it like completely lost me, but that's when it really brought me back. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I liked the stuff pre-Frieza arc. I think I was even agreeing. But it's like really trading on you liking all those older characters and just still not giving them a ton of their character time. It's just, like, a lot of, like, cool ploys with Vegeta and everyone, but I really like getting new characters that I feel like I get to understand more, and that's why I think I'll, I'll give my little bit to the Cell saga just a bit there, and then not the complete and utter destruction of Yamcha and Tien. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least Tien yeah, is like we haven't cool quite. Thing. Yeah, we haven't quite, like, destroyed all these other characters. Um <laughs> That we are starting to see. Oh, the, they're dead now. They're gone. The cell saga gives them yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tien had his moment. Tien is the only one who realized he was dead. Not literally. That's why, but... he's, that's why he didn't want to see any of them again, because he already knew he was at the peak. Mm. 
And I guess, yeah, we'll see how we all feel once we, like, start grinding through Boo. Although we've got our next episode it like or episodes will be a couple movies. Yeah, it'll be the movies. Um, yeah, yeah what, I think it'll be... Cooler 2, Broly, Broly Bojack, Broly 2. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and, then, and then it's into Boo. And then after that, it's... Broly 3. Yeah, Bio is... Broly and the Dragon 1. Wrath of the Dragon. You may take Wrath of the Dragon. Board. We may take and a break in there somewhere, depending on how we feel and finish those movies off. Mm-hmm. We could, because I know that like Bio Broly or Broly Two and Bio Broly are like right at the start of Boo. Like if, Broly Two has adult or well older Gohan. It's got Goten in it. And Goten, yeah. It'll be the our hero. introduction to Goten, the hero of our people. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's friend small goku i mean goten he is the most like how do i design this kid's uh, this character's son what if i just draw little him (laughs) but toriyama you already drew little him for the first like bunch of years little him Hmm. yeah i think that'll about do it here unless either of y'all have anything else you want to add I don't have anything to say. I mean, I'm. it's over. We're now moving on to Boo. I enjoyed this art quite a bit. I think Cell is a very good villain. I think at the end of the day, I think he beats out Frieza, which is was always a fun thing to find out when you're like, you love Frieza so much. And you're like, here's another just real bastard <laughs> um, who goes like in multiple forms and all the forms feel a little different from each other. I think all that stuff mm-hmm. just works so well in its favor and it yeah. brings a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to the, to the, uh, I don't know to the to the pacing Show. of it to me that it felt yeah. even though there are times where like where it's getting it's getting there it's a little stretched or I don't know if this is good it still feels good mm-hmm. yeah it's like even when it would lose us it didn't lose us for long and like I wouldn't even it feels like a little severe to say it lost us just it was like oh we're a little shaky and then it always like brought it back yeah yeah, yeah. I think we just um, which is impressive were truly suffering from was... Namek PTSD. We really yeah, were. Honestly. This is, it was impressive to see Toriyama jump in, juggling a bunch of shit again. This time kind of forced on him and still managed to bring it home. Yeah. yeah I don't have anything awesome. bad. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace. Do you think they'll have better music next time?